Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I have been wanting to do an episode on advice for a while, and I really feel like talking right now. I went to therapy today. I've been having a really good day, so I feel like this is a good time to do an episode on advice. I don't know how to explain it. When I'm in a good headspace, I think that my advice is a lot better than when I'm not, but also when I'm in a good headspace, my advice is very like optimistic, super... I don't know, we're gonna find out. I haven't even looked at what the questions are, or not questions, or what people ask for advice on. I literally don't have an outline or anything for this week. I just put on my Instagram story, what do you guys wanna talk about? What do you need advice on? And then, now here we are. Basically, quick little life update. I have been feeling really good. I was in New York City with my aunt and my grandma and my mom, and it was really, it was fun. It was also just like an emotionally draining weekend for like reasons that obviously I'm not gonna get into. It, it just was a lot. Um, so it took me a couple of days to get back to feeling like myself when I got home. I just felt a little bit off. I don't really know why, but I've been feeling better. And I wanna share with you quickly before I get into advice, like some of the things I did that have been making me feel better. Along with everything that happened this weekend, I also have just been feeling super icky about what I've been putting into my body because you guys know I can put it down. Like if you follow me on TikTok, you know that I love food and I will eat. I'm never full. Like I don't, and I am also the biggest supporter of like eating what you want and eating for your soul, like not to look a certain way, but just to feel good. And that's what I do. And feeling good for me often includes, you know, grilled cheeses and like a lot of junk food. And all that stuff is great in the moment, but it just kind of like added up really, really quick. And or over time, it, it started to, I don't know the phrase I'm looking for here. It built up inside of me for a long time. And I started to feel like crap. I was breaking out. Well, still am breaking out on like my face in places that I normally don't and on my back and feeling extra puffy and just feeling bloated all the time, but not in like a comfortable way, not like a bloated because I just ate a bunch, but taking like one bite of food and like my stomach is rock hard kind of thing. So I've just been feeling like that oh and the biggest thing is i just was so low energy like i would go to bed i would get a full night's sleep and wake up and just be so tired and struggle to get out of bed and i'm like okay something's off you know i don't usually feel like this i'm a very happy energetic ready to wake up in the morning kind of person i don't know what's been going on with me the past couple of months and i was watching this tiktok and it was i want to do a whole episode on this so i'm not going to get too into it right now watching this tiktok that was basically talking about how if you want to heal things that are happening to you on the outside you need to start looking in and figuring out what's going on on the inside and with all the traveling and stuff I've been doing I have not prioritized what I'm putting into my body and what I'm doing with my body so the past couple days I went grocery shopping I'm home for a week I leave for Hawaii in a week but I was like okay I have a week to sit down to sit still to organize myself to not eat out to save some money to prep some veggies and it's been so fun it's been my little hobby of the week I guess is to just cook vegetables and eat vegetables and and just like put greens into my body and good things and do a morning routine and drink my greens and you guys get the point I don't need to go all the way into it right now but that has been the little thing in my life lately that has been bringing me so much joy and I guess it's my reminder to you to number one pay attention to what you're putting in your body it might be affecting the way that you're feeling on the outside um and who knows, it, it just never hurts to add more greenery into your body because it's good for you and it fuels you and I don't know, it's it's been fun. And also your reminder to find your little thing that's gonna bring you joy this week. I don't know 
what it is you have going on in your life. All of our lives are busy and hectic and crazy and everyone's situations are different and everyone's feelings and things are valid. So find something that works for you that brings you joy and focus on that and prioritize that and take care of yourself because you deserve to feel good. And yeah, that's what I got on that. Let's go ahead and get into this advice. I'm also drinking a Celsius right now because the day that I'm recording this is literally the most important day ever. It's freaking Taylor Swift's album day. She's coming out with Midnight's and I've been looking forward to this since the day she announced it. I've like had a literal countdown on my phone and I am so excited. But anyways, she posted on her TikTok that there's a surprise at 3 a.m. I'm like, 3 a.m.? What, why are you going to make me stay up till 3 a.m.? Because I'm convinced that she's going to announce her tour and it's going to sell out immediately so I have to get tickets at 3 a.m. I don't even know who I'm going with. I just know that I'm buying two front row tickets and that is my Christmas and birthday present to myself because I I don't think you guys understand how much I love Taylor, but I'm sure some of you do because we all love her. Moving on. Let's go ahead and just kind of get into this. I'm going to scroll through here. I'm going to pick the first one that stands out and we're just going to kind of talk about it. Um, okay, there's actually a lot about friendship. Just in the first like screenshot, there's a bunch about friendship. How to leave a toxic friendship when you have to see them every day. Getting rid of friends that affect your mental health. What to do about a tough friendship. One just says friends. Making friends. Okay. Let's talk about how to slowly dismiss yourself from a friendship that's no longer helping you grow. I was talking to my therapist about this today. Not in a friend scale. Like We weren't even talking about friends at all. But it was a very cool reminder that I think relates a lot to this. She was explaining to me that some things are healthier from a distance and sometimes you have to appreciate what you had with someone and understand that it might not be that way anymore like people grow apart people grow differently and it's a really hard pill to swallow it's something that no one really wants to experience like there's obviously many different situations here but if we're talking about a friendship where you've just grown apart and it's not healthy for you anymore love each other from a distance you know send each other pictures every time you think of each other and like bond over things that you still do have in common and just do what you can to focus on what still works for you guys and what you have in common instead of trying to force a friendship over something that you guys can't bond over anymore if that makes any sense at all just be there for each other from a distance and I've had a lot of friendships in my life where I've had to do this and it never really feels good it's never really ideal and sometimes it was one of those things where I put the distance there on purpose because I knew that it would be healthier and I needed and there needed it and there have been other times where I have physically moved far away from people who I used to be extremely close with and spend every day with and that's just as hard you you just have to Figure out a balance and figure out where it works for you, but take your time to figure it out. And now, if we're talking about leaving a toxic friendship, like someone is making you feel like, excuse my language, shit about yourself, I know that those can be hard to leave. I've had a a couple of those in my lifetime, and it never really gets easier because you've built this friendship with someone and you really like them and you want to be close with them and you want to stay friends with them, but they literally make you hate yourself. It's not ideal. And it doesn't feel good. And that's another thing where I think to start off, you need to really evaluate what are you gaining from this friendship? Are you gaining anything that makes you feel good? If you're not, step away. 
make some distance, create some distance, and slowly but surely you will realize that you're going to be okay on your own. And you don't need this person because in reality, they're doing nothing but drain you. And that is one of the harder pills to swallow because I know that it's tough. I know that we think we give a lot of times, this is what happens, to me at least. I give a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if someone's hurting me, I will first be like, okay, well, they're hurting themselves. It's okay. Like, I'm going to sympathize with them. I'm not going to take this personally. And then that happens, you know, over and over and over again. And all of a sudden, you're like, dude, okay, I know that you're hurting, but you shouldn't be projecting on me for months and months at a time. And I shouldn't have to feel like shit because you feel like shit. And it's hard to navigate. It's like you want to be there for that person. But that the thing is, that person has to be willing to heal themselves and to fix themselves. And you can't sit there. It's not fair to you to sit there and be their punching bag. You don't need to hurt because they are hurting. You need to step away. You need to give yourself distance to grow apart because that's when they'll blossom. That's when they'll find themselves again. And hopefully when the time is right, you guys will cross paths again. If someone is meant to be in your life, they're going to be in your life. And there's chances that there might be phases of life where you're not together. I mean, that's okay. But that's my that's my take on it. I don't know. I just kind of really started thinking about friendship. Friendship is such a crazy, hard-to-grasp concept. It's it's scary, especially as we get older. And I was thinking about this, like, with Lisette, for example. Obviously, her and I have two very different life paths. She's going to be an accountant, and I have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life, but I'm trying to make it work. And I constantly think about, like, if she gets a job and she moves far away, like, I don't know how I'll function without her being at my house every single day. She's my best friend in the whole wide world. And when I moved to Hawaii, we didn't have, like, struggles. We didn't fight, but we had community. She's basically, like, my long-distance boyfriend, but... It was so much harder for us to communicate and I start thinking about the future and it's just scary like I don't want to have to be like that for you know our whole lives like I hope we settle down in the same place but it's one of those things where I just have to trust that God or Miss Universe whoever it may be watching over me and creating my path I have to trust that they they've got it all figured out and that everything is going to happen for a reason and also I don't need to stress about the future but I've noticed in a lot of my other friendships too that like my best friends from high school, I don't, I, I don't see them anymore. We talk all the time, but we don't, we don't see each other. You know, we keep, we stay kept up with one another on our private stories. But for the most part, you just kind of wonder, like, oh my gosh, will I ever? Okay, I'm getting too into it. This is, it's so, it's such a uh, weird concept that I'm handling. Also, I was thinking about all my friends in Hawaii. I'm like, am I ever gonna see you guys again? Or was that just like? an experience that was one year of my life and I'm never gonna know those people again never gonna talk to those people again it's crazy and one of my friends from Hawaii I was talking to him for a little while like he we ended up drifting apart whatever he has a girlfriend now I don't really talk to him at all and it's just crazy like you go from talking to someone 24 7 about like every detail of your life and knowing each other so well and talking about your dreams and your goals and your future and then all of a sudden you just don't ever speak again. Like, it's so crazy to me. But it's one of those things where you just got to understand that some people are only meant to be in your life for a season. And it all works out. 
being in control of my health means being super mindful of what I put into my body, whether it's from food to supplements. I'm always looking for the best option out there. There's so many different things on the market. I want you guys to find the good stuff because that's what I do for myself. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about Thorn. I've actually told you about it before and there's a reason I'm telling you about it again. I have loved their supplements. Thorn takes a personalized, innovative, and scientific approach to health and wellness with their supplements. They manufacture all of their supplements in the US using top-notch ingredients sourced globally. Plus, they team up with leading medical professionals to bring you highly effective nutritional supplements. Whether it's their B-complex or their creatine or their basic prenatal, Thorne has all the supplements I need to promote and maintain my health goals. Gabe absolutely loves to take the creatine. He's been taking it for months now. He's obsessed and I think I'm going to start taking it soon, but right now I love the B-complex. It helps me with my energy and it just helps me feel good overall. And I never have to question what's in each supplement because they always go the extra mile when it comes to quality. So give your body what it really needs with Thorn. Go to thorn.fit slash moments and use code moments for 10% off your first order. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot F-I-T slash moments. And then use code moments for 10% off your first order. Thorn.fit slash moments code moments these statements have not been evaluated by the fda this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease give it a try you're going to absolutely love it hear me out the moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day my mom is my rock star she's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion and they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care, so give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. It's weird. It's it's really been something on my mind lately. We're going to move on to the next one because I don't even know what I'm saying about it anymore. Next one I see. Not feeling lonely without male attention. Girl, give yourself that attention. Male validation is the stupidest crap of all time. It has been something that we are conditioned by society to believe that people need to compliment us to feel good about ourselves. I've been there. I've been in that phase of my life. Don't get me wrong. I still am. When I don't like, you know, I have, I'm like, I have like a little situationship with the, you know, there's, what am I saying? When the boys that usually compliment me don't compliment me, I get so hard on myself. I'm like, oh my God, I must look like shit. Like I must look really ugly right now. And it's not even just that. It's like, why are we like that? I don't know. But my only advice to that is to understand that you I've said this 10 million times, have to be your own best friend. You have to hype yourself up. You have to fake it and look in the mirror and say, you know what? I look beautiful today. Even if you don't feel beautiful, okay? Sometimes we don't look as good as we do on other days. That's okay. It doesn't mean you're any less valuable or any less worthy. Like what you look like has nothing, nothing, what's the word? What's the word? 
it doesn't matter because who you are on the inside is what matters and that's who that is what is going to attract people to you and anyways not feeling lonely without male attention just be there for yourself hype yourself up understand that you are worthy and that's really all i got on that next one how to become a better version of yourself oh gosh i love this one so much i believe that we are constantly evolving and one of these another concept i've been thinking about lately um i have these like okay let me figure out how i need to word this i have these gummies and they're thc gummies but they're not illegal they're literally legal you can buy them online and you don't have to have like a medical card or anything like they're they have like the smallest tiniest amount of thc anyways i I actually did an ad for them on the podcast like way back in the day they're called lumis if you want to look into them i'm sure the code moments doesn't work anymore but you could try anyways i have a couple of them every single night just because not every night most nights because it helps me sleep better and the other day i ate a couple of them and i was going to bed and i was sitting there and i was thinking about how crazy it is that we never feel like we've done enough or we never feel successful and one of the reasons for that is obviously besides society you know making us feel like that we are constantly comparing ourselves to a past version of us so every single day we feel like we have to one up what we did the day before or what we did the month before or what we did the school year before and if that is something that we continue to do we are only going to make ourselves feel worse and worse and worse if we're constantly comparing we've learned that if we compare ourselves to other people we feel like crap yeah so when we compare ourselves to ourselves. It's like this whole different level of feeling like you're never good enough. So that was a whole little moment that I had. I was sitting there in bed. I'm staring at the ceiling. I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So I hope the way I worded it made sense, but it made sense in my head. And I was, I was going down a spiral of just thinking about everything. So what I say to that is how to become a better version of yourself is to one, allow yourself to be becoming a better version of you yes you know i'm always going to say work on being a better version of you there's always things we can do to improve as human beings but when i say that that doesn't mean discredit who you were in the past that doesn't mean discredit who you are right now where you are is good it's okay and you should be proud of yourself we can grow on that we can evolve from that but we don't have to be better than that if that makes sense we are always going to be learning more and we are always going to be growing more. And ever since I had that realization, I've also had this realization that elders, like old people, yeah, sometimes they have like really negative things to say and they are like very close-minded, but also they've been through a lot of life. And as I'm getting older and when I compare what I know, what I knew at 15 to what I know now, I'm like, holy crap, when I'm 70, I'm probably going to know a lot. I have a feeling I might be a lot wiser. And that's something super important to me, not to think about the future or anything, but as this lifetime goes on, the number one thing I have to tell you and to tell in to remind myself is that you have to keep an open mind. It is one of the, one of the most valuable things in life is keeping an open mind and always being willing to learn from other people. It, I know it can be hard to do. I know some people you you just it's hard to talk to them, but there's always something to learn. Um, even from the shittiest people, sorry, I guess I really seem to like that word today, but even from the worst people, 
we can learn exactly how we don't want to treat other people and we learn what hurts us so we know how not to hurt other people just be willing to learn and grow and evolve and don't take what someone else has done to hurt you and go do it to someone else turn it around end the cycle end the generational trauma or the trauma passing along we don't need it we can grow from it we can heal from it and yeah i don't know how i got from better version of yourself to that but as far as simple tips to becoming a better version of yourself Drink your water. Have a little bit of a routine. It doesn't have to be perfect every day, but stretch your body, move your body, do some yoga. Yoga is powerful, not only for the body, but also for the mind. And stay active and inspire people and follow your purpose and follow your passion and, and never give up on what it is that you want to do and accomplish in your life because you will. And when you are doing things that you are passionate about, without even realizing it, you're going to inspire people. And I think that that's a good sign. And I think that that's you becoming a better version of yourself. So do all those things. Journal more, talk to people, listen to people instead of just waiting for your turn to talk. Like little things like that will help you evolve. And I still have that TED Talk list that I wanna share with you guys. I'm making it a Google Doc and I'll post it on my Instagram story very soon. Okay, the next one. Best ways to get motivated again. This sounds so hard because we are human. We're going to go through phases where we lack motivation. And something I've recently been doing some research on, I want to do a whole episode about this when I talk about like the nutrition and stuff too, is uh, cycle syncing. Like it talks about all the different cycles of your period or whatever different phases of your cycle. I don't know. It talks about how at certain phases of the month, you're going to be extra motivated and at certain phases, you're going to be super lethargic and it's cool to sync up your schedule to your cycle. I'm like, that's pretty interesting. And the reason I say that is because I have been having a really hard time figuring out why some days I'm so motivated and some days I'm just not. Like nothing could change in my life and one day I'll wake up ready to take on the world. Like you could throw me on a TED talk stage and I would have so many things to say and other days again nothing has to change I'll wake up and be like I'm not getting the f out of bed like I'm staying in bed I don't want to do anything I have no drive um so it's one of those things to just kind of gently gently motivate yourself again like be patient if you're not motivated give yourself grace you know there's other things that you can work on that are going to evolve of a glitch going to evolve you going to make you feel better and you don't necessarily need to be so motivated to do that. sorry I looked outside and I got a little bit distracted but just give yourself grace and encourage yourself you are not going to motivate yourself by being an asshole to yourself I've tried this before it works sometimes but long term it's just gonna make you constantly angry at yourself and when you're constantly angry at yourself you are going to be angry towards other people just saying I've learned that one the hard way. Um, I was talking to my therapist about this today too. What were we saying? Basically, you have to treat yourself with compassion. You have to be kind to yourself because, yeah, you just do. And also, you don't need to set expectations for yourself because if you set a lot of expectations for yourself, there is a strong chance you're going to be disappointed because we're human. And sometimes we don't meet our own expectations. Like the expectations I've set for myself are so absurdly impossible. Obviously, you guys know I always say nothing's impossible, but I will write on my to-do list 
things that there physically isn't enough time in the day to do. I could like not take one break and I wouldn't get it all done. So when I set those super high expectations for myself, I am disappointed every time I go to bed and that to-do list is not complete. Even though there was no way that I could have gotten it done, even if I stayed up the whole entire night and didn't go on my phone one time. Don't set such high expectations for yourself. Just be proud of yourself. And when you do life that way, you're even more motivated. And anyways, I'm getting on a tangent. We're going to move on. I've literally only gone over three boxes and it's been 20 minutes. That's crazy. Okay, next one. (laughs) This one says relationships or lack thereof. Uh, I talked about boys a little bit, but I am I'm a huge believer of being single and maybe that's just because I am single and I can't get a boyfriend but that to be said I also have had opportunities in my life to date people really awesome people I mean I have had some really freaking great guys in my life who would like do anything for me and inspire me and are super great and awesome and I could hype them up all day but right now I'm at a point in my life where I know that getting myself into a relationship is something that is going to take some emotional strength and it is going to take up my time. It is going to weigh on me. And obviously, you know, people say, well, when it's the right person, it doesn't matter. Those things don't matter. I know that and I get that, but I know that this person could be the right person. And the reason I'm not getting myself into a relationship is simply because I don't want to ruin it. I don't know, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but really I'm at a point in my life where I am so happy and I am so confident and I am working so hard every day to make my dreams reality. I don't want to take the time to be emotionally responsible for someone else. And I know that being in a relationship doesn't mean you're emotionally responsible for anyone else, but to me it does because when I do get in a relationship, I want to be in it 100%. I want to be my person's rock. I want to be able to Talk to them at all times of day. Be there to support them through every single thing that they do. And I'm not at a point in my life where I can do that. I'm on the move. I'm traveling. I, When I'm home, I'm literally just working. Like I don't take a break. And I don't know. I'm just at a point where I'm prioritizing me. I am figuring out who I want to be. I am making my dreams reality right now. And once I do that... I feel like I'll be ready for a relationship. And everyone has a different opinion on this. Like this is just my personal, from the bottom of my heart, this is me explaining to you why I don't want a relationship and why I think it is so okay to not be in a relationship. Whether it's you don't want to be in one, whether the right person hasn't come into your life, whether boys treat you like shit. Like I've been through all of those different stages. And at every stage it's okay because you know what? You still have you. You don't need anyone else in this life except you. I mean, obviously, you know, you should have friends and people who support you. And But getting down to the nitty-gritty, if you got you, you'll be okay. And I do believe that when the time is right, things will happen. Things will happen as they're meant to happen. And if that's not right now and you know in your heart that's not right now, that's fine. I promise. And if you think in your heart, it is right now. I want a boyfriend right now. And God's not giving you one? Well, it's a sign. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. 
One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know? So that's what I got on relationships. I, um, some people, oh, there's actually a bunch about relationships. Staying single, why is it hard? Kind of just went into that. I know it can be hard, but that's where you have to come into play and make yourself your own BFF and your, and your hype man and Keep yourself busy. I think that that's the reason I literally don't think about relationships is because I keep myself so, so, so busy. And I just don't have time, you know? Um, okay, struggling with the idea of moving out of my hometown and across the country. So obviously this is a very specific one, but I think that this can be valuable to anyone who is moving, going to college, moving away from home, taking a leap and doing something that is a little bit scary. Number one, I'm so proud of you. Number two, it's gonna be hard. It's not going to be easy, but it's also going to be the most beautiful and empowering excursion that you're ever gonna take in your life. And moving somewhere far is a different experience for everyone. I first moved away from home when I went to college. Um, I got super depressed, super homesick, and not necessarily because I was away from home, but it was just the place that I was in wasn't healthy for me. And I moved home and then, you know, decided to move across the country to an island in Hawaii. And you guys know, I've told you time and time again that that place brought me a little bit of pain. It brought me, not a little bit, it brought me a lot of hurt and I was in a really dark place. But at the same time, brought me some of the most incredible friendships, the most incredible opportunities and experiences. And I look back on that move and that phase of my life and I'm so proud of myself for doing it. And I'm like, girl, I know you hurt, but I don't feel that pain anymore. I've moved on and now when I think back to it, I just think of like the really good memories and I don't really need to get into all of that. But basically what I'm telling you is that you're going to learn a lot when you move. and. It's going to be hard. You might get a little bit homesick. I'm not gonna sit here and like lie to you. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. 
it's not easy, but it's valuable and it's fun and it's incredible and it's great. That's like, that's what I got to say. It's freaking great. And it's going to be worth it. And you're going to be able to look back on this time of your life and be so proud of yourself for taking a leap like that and doing something crazy like that. And I'm proud of you. And that's what I'm going to leave it at. I'm moving, I'm moving down. What do we got next? Advice on making your dreams happen. Uh, Not to be a delusional optimist, but you have to speak like they've already come true and you have to talk about them like they've already happened. I will say this while I'm in the grave. You have to speak things into existence. You have to manifest. I actually, when I was in New York City, we went to see the MJ, the musical. It was, if you live anywhere near the city, it was the best Broadway show I've ever seen in my life. Like so good. I know Michael Jackson had like some weird stuff going down before he died. Like, I don't know. I don't know too much about him, but besides I love his music. Basically, the musical told his whole story. And before he wrote one of his songs, like he was being interviewed and Michael was just talking about how he already wrote wrote his Grammy speech. Hadn't won a Grammy or anything. And he ended up winning however many Grammys for that one song or something. And it just was a reminder to me. It was like confirmation that you have to speak things into existence. And when you do it, it is powerful. And I am telling you, I pinky promise you, it works. Like everything that I've written down in my journal saying that I am going to accomplish, whether it's taken a year or two years or it still hasn't happened, it has, it has happened for me. Like I manifested I would get a van. Yeah, the van broke down the day I got it, but I got a van and I learned so many lessons from the van. And not only did the van break down and I lose a lot of my savings, but the van also brought me the best opportunity in my life. And it brought me to the agency that I'm signed with right now. And the van also brought me my podcast recording studio while I was living home. It was the place I could escape to go be by myself and watch my TED Talks and journal. And everything happens for a reason. And everything that you think of and that you speak and that you write down will become your reality. And that is why it is so important to focus on your mindset. Pay attention to the thoughts that are going through your mind because if they are not positive and if they are not encouraging, then I promise you, you're not going to feel good and great things aren't going to happen. But if you can change those thoughts into empowering, valuable, really awesome things, really awesome, empowering and valuable things are going to happen in your life. You have more power than you realize. So use it for good. Don't use it to destroy yourself. And all of that being said, I know that there are times like I'm speaking from a place where I'm not in a funk right now. Like I feel good. I feel happy. I feel like a nine out of 10. The times that I'm feeling like a two out of 10, it would be a straight up lie for me to say all these things to you because it's hard to be in control of happy thoughts when you feel like a two out of 10. I know it's hard. So when you are at that state, I just don't know if you're listening, there's probably everyone who's listening. Some of you guys might be at a one out of 10 and some of you guys might be at a 10 out of 10. But all I'm gonna tell you right now is to just keep telling yourself that it's gonna get better and that it's gonna pass because then it will. You don't know when, but it will. Moving on, I don't even know like where that came from. I have no idea what we were talking about before. But a lot of these kind of are repetitive. Okay, finding your passion. I'll touch on this one really quickly. Never be afraid to keep trying new things. Like constantly try new things. And I'm someone who 
I have one passion that sticks with me, like, from the bottom of my heart. Just to, I've been saying from the bottom of my heart a lot lately. I don't know where it came from, but rooted inside of me, like, glued to me, my number one passion is to inspire people to live a life that they dream of and to never give up on their dreams. And really, it's just to inspire people and to help people feel better. That is the passion that has stood through everything in my life. But I have tons of side passions. I love them all. I love photography. I love clothes. I love collecting things. I love traveling. Like There are so many things that I love. And I consider them all to be little passion projects. And that being said, sometimes I fall out of a passion. And sometimes I find new passions. And the only way to continue to find new passions is to try new things and to not be afraid to try new things. And to keep an open mind and understand that you're going to find more things that you like. You don't have to be limited at all. You can love everything. You can have 10 million different passions. Just do what makes you feel good. Um, moving on to the next one, academic validation. You're talking to the wrong girl, but also the right girl. Actually, I think I could touch on this a little bit. and. Don't take my advice like I am some genius and I have it all figured out because I'm not. I have nothing figured out. I am a mess sometimes. Here's how I feel. I grew up with in a household where I was in the gifted program. I was in the honors program. I was taking AP classes. Like I had to be a scholar. Like If I didn't come home with A's and B's, I was done. And I know there's people who obviously, same situation, but they have to come home with all A's. Well, that being said, I came home with a C my freshman year of high school. I was done, like grounded. My parents were so mad at me. It was my freshman year of high school. I didn't know how high school worked. It was a big deal. It was hard. It was stressful. I also don't do my work. I also had undiagnosed ADHD at the time. Anyways, I got my grades up in high school, took all my AP classes, went to college, community college. First of all, that was the biggest gap that I had to cross. Like I didn't get into university. And I know that this varies from town to town, but where I live in Florida, and the school that I went to, everyone got into really good colleges. Like community college was frowned upon. And I know that that's the case for a lot of people, but community college is literally the same shit as university. I basically had the same professors that my friends had at university. Um, so first of all, if that's a situation that you're facing, don't stress it. People get over it. People literally don't care. They just love to figure out how to be better than people. It's something very common with us humans, they just want to one-up everyone. Like, I don't know why we're all so driven to be competitive like that. Anyways, back to academic validation. I went to community college, had a really hard time telling people that I went to community college. Even when I first started doing TikTok and first started talking about the podcast, like, I'll just say I went to FSU. My freshman year of college, I went to FSU. Because it's easier and because I didn't want people to think I was, like, some stupid idiot. Because I knew I wasn't, but I also know that the way the world is, like, people just love to make assumptions. And I think I'm a very smart girl. You know, sometimes I lack school smarts. Sometimes I lack a little common sense because I'm human. But for the most part, I'm confidently smart. And I know that my test scores don't always relate with that. Like, they don't correlate. They don't line up very well. Uh, but grades aren't everything, okay? You are going to learn more in your real life experiences than you are going to learn in your class. I can think you promise you that. Obviously not when it comes to like if you're like doing nursing degree or stuff like that. But real life things and how to be a good human and how to be a human and how to be an adult, 
you're going to learn a lot of those things in the real world. Not from your cool. Not from your... I'm literally glitching. Not from your school. So just trust me and obviously do your best if you're in school. And if you're in school, work hard. It's, it's worth it to get your degree. Like, I'm speaking from someone who I get really down on myself because I didn't finish college sometimes. And I know that that's okay. And I know that what I'm doing is absolutely incredible. And I know that I'm studying more than I would be if I were taking classes. Like I'm watching TED Talks, I'm taking notes, I'm reading studies on psychology, doing more work than I was doing in college. But I just tell myself I should have gotten my degree because that's what other people want me to do. And that's the only way that I feel validated. And I have to remind myself that that's not the case and that you just have to be confident in in who you are and what you're doing and, and that your grades don't really matter. And if you dropped out of school, it's okay because you're going to learn just as many things. Clearly, as I'm giving advice on that, I'm recognizing that I still struggle with academic validation, but it is what it is. We're all working and healing and growing and we're just making it happen. Okay, I'm gonna pick one more and then I'm realizing now that it's already been 36 minutes and I want to go to yoga at 6.45, so I'm gonna speed this up, but I'm looking, I'm looking. Last one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this a two-part advice thing because I wanna do a lot more of these. When life doesn't go according to plan, how do you tell yourself it's gonna be okay? Um, you literally lie to yourself. I'm, I'm, that's how you do it, that's how I do it at least. When I bought that van, I'm not kidding you, it wasn't a cheap van, like it wasn't like a couple grand. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of money that I did not really have at the time, but I was, I was like, I was like, God sent me this van. I've manifested it. I wrote it in my journal. Da, da 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 I was ready to spend all my money on it. And since it was my own money, my parents couldn't really stop me. They both suggested that maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe I should do some research on the van that I was buying. Anyways, I did not agree with that. So I bought the van. I dropped the check. I spent my savings. And the van broke down the next day. I had to sit there after that van broke down. <laughs> Look myself in the eyes and say, Lexi, it all happens for a reason. Do you know how hard that was to do? Like I was out, ha like a lot, a lot of money. I'm not talking, I'm not gonna say numbers on here, but like money I didn't have, it was gone. And I was like looking in the mirror saying, it's okay, everything happens for a reason. Something's gonna come of this. For months I had to do that and lie to myself that it was all gonna work out. Tell myself and remind myself that it's part of the path, it's part of the journey. And it finally paid off. It finally paid off after months of like, having a fake until I made it, I started to understand the reasons of why it happened. And I started to understand all the lessons that I learned, all the reflection that I did in the van, all the emotional attachment that I had to that van and how valuable it really was. And those things are gonna take time, but you have to just keep telling yourself, take control of your mindset because 90% of life is how you make meaning of it. 10% is what actually happens. So your life, can be a total shit show, but if you're making proper meaning of what's going on around you, it's not gonna feel like it is. It is going to feel like it has value and it's worthy and that's what's important. Um, I think that's all I got for now, but I love you guys and I will do more episodes on advice. If you guys wanna DM the Moments Pod with things that you need advice on, whether they're really specific stories, whatever the case may be, please send them there. And I will do this again next week, but I freaking love you guys. And I'm so grateful for everything that you're doing and, and everything that you're becoming. And I hope you know that because you're freaking awesome. And 
I really think that you guys are my best friends. And Moments Collection 2 comes out 11-11. I've been working so hard to get it all ready. I'm going back to Hawaii. I'm going to shoot it. It's going to be epic. Like, I can't wait to share this stuff with you guys and take everything to the next level. But I don't know what I would do without you. Thank you guys for everything. Literally everything. I love you. I will talk to you next Monday. Bye.